Um, big dumb movie podcast. Mm, no, no, that's already one. Mm, no, spoilers? No, they won't invite us on that. That's not gonna work. Sandworm attacks. Sandworms around. Wasted potential. Now we're talking here. Hey, hey, look at these cucks. A couple of dumb hobo. Hmm. Let's see. Well, they definitely hate this Shane guy. I can work with that. <clears throat> Howdy there, you s- you sick of other podcasts doing better than you? Come on and hire me. I'll make my way onto the podcast and say whatever it takes to crush them under the cultural weight of cancellation. Ha! Need a couple of off-color jokes? Don't worry. Girls ain't funny. They don't write for me. Need me to lecture about racial justice? I'm whiter than Michael Jackson. Call me. I got what you need. Don't worry, ain't a single needle touch this sweet unvaccinated Well, I guess that makes you popular now, so let's try that one again. I'll I'll poorly insult every race, creed, gender, made-up pronoun you can throw a dart at. Now listen, it's as simple as one, two, show them in the t- Just say my name three times. It's And boom, podcast gone. Come on now, what are you waiting for? No, seriously, I've been stuck in this f***ing ferret hell forever. It's a living show. Just say my f***ing name. Get me out of here. Let me on your f***ing podcast. <laughs> Hello. My name is Sarah McGoggler. And studies show that for every single half minute, a ghost is violently misunderstood. We at the Vermont Society for the Misunderstood and Combination of Ghosts have saved a variety of ghosts, ghouls, goblins, ogres, Demons, devils, specters, and even doopies. But we need more help because this f***ing podcast doesn't do a damn thing but ramble and drink. Please join me and you'll receive a biannual gift. For just $85.99 a day, you can help provide legal fees, an attic to hide out in, specter comes, and even purgatory ordered brides for these ghosts. Call now. And we will even throw in an invite for ghost cumulation. We'll send you invites for our daily ghost cumulations. Right now, there is a ghost that needs your help. And your call says, why the f*** not? Please call right now at 1-800-478-5944. Your ghost is waiting to be saved. The VSMTG does not support the action of our former mascot, Casper, the quote-unquote friendly ghost. He is not friendly in children. Happy Halloween Hi. from Wasted Potential Hi. Podcast. Oh, that's not this one. Happy third annual Halloween commentary track podcast from the gentleman. I am your host, Ronnie, who does all the work behind this turd that we call a Wasted Potential Podcast. And with me, as always, is um, my co-host and the number two bioexorcist in all the land, Shane. Hello. I also bear the burden of all the ire against this podcast. Um, number two for too long, got plans to take out number one. Uh, excellent. <laughs> um, and with us as well, our Wasted Potential podcast, Ferret Mascot, the 
jobless, the fearless Hobo Dan. Thank you, gentlemen. How are we doing today? Worse now that you're here. I'm happy we're all here, boys. I'm glad we're doing this. <laughs> Thank you. At the, we're here at the butt crack of dawn, drinking and talking about a movie of my choice, I believe, one of my favorite horror comedies, Beetlejuice. Oh, Beetlejuice. <laughs> I wonder how many times Shane's going to do the German accent in this. <laughs> well, I didn't even know they referenced but I was like, I'm going to look it up eventually. I That's something I should have done before, is if it's like a German folk story or something about Michael Keaton being summoned if you call him three times. Yeah, if the, the German children like suck their thumbs yeah. or something. Like, like a Hans Christian Andersen type of like tale. This might be the most Tim Burton movie to ever Burton, but... You're getting ahead of yourselves here. <laughs> right. This is Up the... Nineteen eighty-eight horror comedy. If you're new to the podcast, which welcome, you're gonna regret being here. Uh, for our commentary tracks, we kind of <laughs> we usually talk um, over a film while we watch it together, uh, and we usually have drinking games. Shane, what is your choice of drinking game? Before I introduce this as a new listener, you're wondering, wow, I never thought to talk over a movie, and I didn't know there was really a audience for this, and you'll quickly discover there isn't. Um, <laughs> we did too. Um, my uh, drinking game for today's game is every time Beetlejuice sexually harasses someone in this PG film. My drinking game for this film is every time there's a suicide reference. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we're going um, holly jolly in this dark comedy made for kids. That's like asking every time Tim Burton takes a breath. <laughs> or like a, a Danny Elfman does like a, a music flourish. <laughs> Weird though, this movie doesn't have his wife in it. Uh, what, what's uh, her name? Th- they're never married, by the way. What? Um, <clears throat> we'll get to he that. He's protecting his um, sweet Burton cash, his Burt, his Burton <laughs> bucks, <laughs> uh, his Beetle bucks. Um, for we submitted a podcast. We'd like to introduce a signature drink for a commentary tracks. This week is the. Beetle juice, and this beetle juice is one part vodka, um, one part Midori, one part rum, one part blue curacao, and uh, three, and two part <laughs> curacao, and then two parts uh, sweet and sour. Mix. Sorry, it's sweet and sour, just like this film. Ooh, okay, nice hot take there. Hot take. Thank you. Um, last thing before we start the shenanigans, if you enjoy what we're doing here, or if you want to pester us and try to cancel us, please follow us on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, Dan, what's your uh, Twitter handle? Because you have the greatest tweets of all time. It's true. Uh, let me look it up. I changed it again. Keep Garth Brooks, <laughs> keep, keep Garth Brooks off the scent. Garth, come at me, bro. You can't cancel me. <laughs> you also can subscribe to us on YouTube, who we love and adore and worship. And finally, we have a Patreon. So if you want to give us money for doing this, all this hard work, and by us, I mean me, yep. uh, please subscribe, follow, and appreciate it. And Dan's Twitter handle is? Your Pepe Silvia. <laughs> and then if we get a certain amount of Patreon members, I will do something crazy, which will be revealed when we hit that number. Yeah. Um, invite us on your podcast. If you're bigger and larger, bring us on so we don't have to do any of the work and get all the glory. Appreciate yeah, we're, it. We're wild cards. Yeah. Come on. We promise my audio won't suck this time. Okay. 
Um, so we're starting off our commentary track at about 14 seconds where the Geffen Company release oh, Geffen logo Company. is about to fade. <laughs> okay, you ready, boys? Mm-hmm. Shane. Oh, man, I thought this was Halloween. Damn it. <laughs> Shane, count us in. I want to say Uga Shaka, but that's not the song in this. No, it's Deo. Deo! Minimus. <laughs> say Deo! Play. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah daylight come and you wanna go so um okay alec baldwin i forgot he was in this he's so young so hot mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is so this Alec-y. is pre him murdering people <laughs> uh, Dan, uh, who won? Uh, that, was a, that was a that was our side bet we had for you. How Shane, long it took me was, to reference my drinking game? His manslaughter. Yeah, <laughs> my, my drinking game is every time Shane mentions if Alec Baldwin's shooting someone. It's a movie about dead people. Of course, I'm gonna bring up the. <laughs> that was in five seconds of the thing starting. But yeah, this is an all-star cast. Yeah, so yeah. Gina Davis, Catherine O'Hara. Winona Ryder, who had a huge crush on at this time period when I first saw this when I was like, I don't know, eight or nine. What the, what the goth? The goth. The goth. Michael Keaton, of course. Um, the one, the only, um, one of our favorite actors on this podcast. Uh, and Catherine O'Hara being uh, yeah. the same character she always plays. <laughs> Yeah, and I exactly. love her every time. Yep, I love her every time. She's always gonna be um, my favorite. Uh, GIFs to send are her as um, Moira, <laughs> <laughs> the most Danny um, Elfman score to ever Elfman. Dun, 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 I literally dun, wrote dun, that dun, down dun, too. Dun, 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 dun. I lo- I actually love uh, Danny Elfman scores can get a little um, uh, you know grating, but I love this score. It's kind of perfect for like yeah. it's goofy and it's also mm-hmm. got a kind of a little a deepness to like the. Um, to it as well yeah i love i love how silly this is like it's uh, burton can kind of get old but i do love how dark and silly this is he blends it well in this movie and it's very enjoyable yeah and since we tied into our drinking games like the references to suicide and death are <laughs> extremely dark and silly for a pg movie back when pg-13 was an option in 88 <laughs> Well, Casper the Friendly Ghost is R, and that has nothing in it, so you know <laughs> they're pretty. They're they're pretty fucked up with their ratings back then. So I thought it was about a serial killer ghost, according to your uh, yeah. your synopsis of Halloween. <laughs> Watch the trailer. He's a sex pervert. Holy cow! He kiss, he's kissing the girl on the lips while she's sleeping. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> now we we come to Alec Baldwin, so hot, yep. so young, um, so murderous. I love um I love how the uh, the miniatures in the film kind of just play into the plot really well, but also all the miniatures being used in the actual like behind the scenes and set design. It, it kind of mm-hmm. blends. It's really fun. Yeah, they're not just there because to be there. There's a point. Yeah, yeah. and it keeps going back and forth, back and forth, which is so nice, especially if when Beetlejuice comes in the picture. It's uh really really creative at certain yeah. some spots and one of my favorite scenes is involved with it did you guys ever watch the uh, cartoon beetlejuice oh I the don't... animated series yeah 
I don't remember it, but I know I've seen it. Like, I have no yeah. recollection of it. He, like, becomes Winona Ryder's, like, friend. She, like, summons him when she's in need or something. Kind of like a Fairly Odd Parents thing? Kind of. You know, if, hmm. if they wanted to marry her at some point and use her to escape yeah, hell. Let's, let's take the sex pervert in this <laughs> movie that's yeah. creepy and make him a friend of Winona Ryder. I think the animated series forgot the, uh, the core concept of Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's like that weird 80s and 90s of like uh, t- making cartoons out of things that are not made for kids. Like there's like a, like the mask. a RoboCop <laughs> one, the, mm. the mask. Um, there's like kids toys for aliens. Merchandising. We like Ghostbusters. Like, that's, I was going to say Ghostbusters. Yeah, exactly. There's like a lot of jokes in Ghostbusters that are not made for kids, but yeah. you know, it's still a... You know, Blow like jobs. They're subtle enough to go over their heads. Kind of like this movie. Like the jokes are kind of subtle enough to go over a kid. But I would, yeah. I would show my child this. I just picture yeah. like Ronnie's father taking him to see this, and they're sitting there, <laughs> and Ronnie's enjoying it, and your dad just goes, ah, ah. "That's that's not kid friendly." <laughs> he looks no. over at young Ronnie. He's like, "Oh, you're here. Shit." He he wants <laughs> to for Ronnie. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know what? A is young yeah. son i don't think you got it <laughs> so many bleeps in this podcast right now um but yeah uh my dad would just be sitting there just laughing to himself shoot her alec <laughs> <laughs> he almost got oh shot lady you know he's packing yeah. <laughs> God. Um, uh, so my first question for you guys um okay. gina davis and alec baldwin adam and barbara are extremely cheesy. Oh yeah, and their acting is so hammy. Do you think that fits, or is it off-putting? It it fits because they're like, they're the young couple that's barren, and um, <laughs> oh, <my laughs> I forgot about that too. But they're they're just you know happy-go-lucky, and it fits against the dark s- scenario that they're in. You know what I mean? Uh, I and like Winona's the... like take me with you. Yeah. <laughs> I like the contrast of like they're campy and like it's kind of uh happy yeah. here all of a sudden they just fucking die within the first 10 yeah. minutes of the un- in the stupidest way and then it's like oh then they're not campy anymore and then they're in a serious situation so i think it works for that yeah. in that aspect i think it works mm-hmm. yeah alec baldwin says he hates his performance in this and, I, and I'm, I'm gonna agree that it's not a good performance but if fits perfectly with the yeah. characters and the tone like you guys were saying knowing alec baldwin is probably because he's like why the hell does michael keaton get all the glory i had I to play know, a right? jackass and, uh, <laughs> special special shout out to alec baldwin having us his seventh kid seventh, oh my god seventh kid at what 75 I think, se- yeah. I think seventh with the one girl, but I think he's got a couple more of someone else. He has uh, he has Ireland before, and he has seven with Hilaria. Hilaria, God. Do you know about that, Shane? Hilaria Baldwin. The yeah, whole thing? and her her fake like foreignness, right? Isn't she like her fake accent and yeah. culture? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to hang out with these people. Make me famous. <laughs> So I could, so I could sit and be like, so Hilaria, I heard you grew up in Illinois, <laughs> and had in feel Illinois. <laughs> I think she grew up in like uh, Martha's Vineyard, but her family's like Spanish or Portuguese, and she adopted the accent that she didn't really mm. grow up with. God. Yeah, that's bad. 
Because, like, I can understand, like, if your parents had an accent, so you just kind of, by being around it, develop a little accent. But, yeah, Martha's Vineyard is not Madrid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, her family is from there, but she didn't really grow up there. So, like, her adaptation to the accent is, it's just, admittedly, she kind of basically said, yeah, it's not real. (laughs) But she's so hot, so it's okay. (laughs) Well, Alec. Um, so I love this film because it sets up everything. The dog you see in the uh-huh. previous oh, yeah. scene walking, you see the you see like the bridge, and you just it all kind of sets up and pays off. So I, I'm a huge fan of this film. I love the setup that that dog is just a serial killer. He's just <laughs> baiting his ambush at the bridge. <laughs> I, I guarantee that old man that was sitting there, or I guess the the barber, is telling his dog go kill them. Yeah, he Killed comes him. back and he goes, good job, Heinkler. <laughs> <laughs> now we will buy their real estate from under them. <laughs> Here's my next question is, um, how do the Maitlands afford their vacation time when they're in a small town and, and uh, it's all the money is based upon um, Adam's small hardware business? I, it, I try not to break my brain over the money thing. Especially towards the end where he's like, we'll make an attraction. We'll make thousands, billions of dollars. And I'm like, really? Like, I guess they're going to try to make like an Aspen out of this place. And like, you know, like a, like a small town and like destroy it. Yeah. I just picture Gina Davis is doing like Playboy on the side without telling him. Or like she's <laughs> going to be a baseball player pretty soon. So it's fine. It's hot. Oh, baseball player. That's right. She, yeah, there's yeah. no crying in baseball. Yeah, there you go. You got it, Shane. You got, I got it. I got it. Yeah. yeah. Just there you go. <laughs> add it to the hundred other films that fuck's been in. Not Gina Davis. Tom, Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks. I like oh. Tom Hanks. Paul Giamatti? Paul, yeah. <laughs> um, As well as uh, having drinking games, which I don't think we've been paying attention to. No. Here, um, we have this game called Shot or Not, where I'll read off some trivia, and Shane Danny will guess um, true or false, and mm-hmm. the loser drinks, mm-hmm. or they both drink. Okay. Um, Shot or Not. This film won an Oscar for Best Original Score by Danny Elfman. True or false? Ooh. I was going to say set design, but false. I'm going to say true. It is false. Ah. Dan, for extra points, what did they win the Oscar for? Uh, ooh, makeup. Ooh, Dan, you can pass on an extra drink to Shane if you want. What the fuck? When did this rule happen? <laughs> this is collusion. Danny doesn't know jack shit about makeup or the Oscars. <laughs> he thought Oscar lived in a trash can. <laughs> or, a, or the wiener. You fuck. Take my name out of your <laughs> mouth right now. <laughs> Garbage dwelling, fuck. <laughs> I love in the film how like uh, the book and the rules of the afterlife are super vague and, and intentionally arbitrary. Just nonsense. And <laughs> yeah, like this makes zero sense, and you're like, I don't want to read this, and I'm like, yes, I agree for any book as well. So and that uh, oh god, and that whole joke about it, it reading like um, like stereo fixing like a manual. It's funny because it kind of plays through mm-hmm. the entire thing. I have a theory about Beetlejuice's origins, by the way. Mm. What do you got? I think he's the cousin of the Grinch, or he's related to the Grinch somehow. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. Has there ever been a more perfect casting than Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice? 
uh, Michael Keaton as Batman. Ah. <laughs> uh, Birdman. I I, I, have a, uh, I just fucking yeah. love Birdman so much. But um, yeah, he's perfect for this. Honestly, God, I just what he did with the character because like I just picture in the hands of someone else them casting Danny DeVito as Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! That was one of my questions for you guys: is who else would you put as Beetlejuice besides Michael Keaton? Turn or are, are, are we like recasting it for like a 2022 remake? Okay. Okay, give me a second. Yeah, I think so. so. Or no, no. Yeah, let's do a, re- a remake for 2022, and, and ignore that My- Michael Keaton was ever. Do we have to do the, the entire place. cast, or let's just do, let's just do Beetlejuice for the sake of yeah, time? Beetlejuice, okay. <laughs> All right, Children of the Corn. I would cast. Mm. Give me a second. Are we going for the same kind of zany, kind of dark humor tone, or are we going for the original script, where it's just a dark? dark film which we can get into what, a little bit whatever later, you want to do i guess yeah whatever you'd whatever vision you I, yeah hmm. seth hmm. rogan <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> no i wouldn't do him i would do you know what i'm gonna go wild i'm gonna put jared leto as beetlejuice i i think i thought you were gonna put him yep Oh, really? It's so funny. Just because I, I feel like he would go with that dark theme, and then he'd bring something else that you're like, do I want to fuck Beetlejuice? It's a weird, <laughs> weird thing. Is he running a sex cult in, in the cemetery? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to go for like a, a zany, because like, Michael Keaton had like a brief start in stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like a current stand-up comedian who would do really well. I didn't know he did stand-up. Very briefly, because Ron Howard discovered him for Night Shift. Like, he just did, like, a little bit of stand-up kind of thing. God, he's so is, talented. Is he from Illinois, Ron? Yeah. Michael Keaton? What's up, Dan? Is, was Michael Keaton from An- Illinois originally, or no? I don't know, actually. What uh, if we okay. cast... I was trying to think... Oh, sorry. Yeah. sorry. I was trying to think if he's on Second City. Like, he tried to, at least, but I don't, but I don't think he was. I think I'm thinking of someone other. Bill That's Murray. Random. Uh, Bill Murray what? Uh, was in yeah, he was no, in he Second was in Street. I don't know, though. No, he was on but, Second um, Street as well. Yeah, Second yeah, Second City, and then also like Stephen Colbert, Bob Odenkirk, um, all those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I always forget that Bob Odenkirk really started off more comedy than anything. Oh, yeah, for the longest time, the the, the Bill and not, the, the Bob and David and Bob show, yeah. or, or the Mr. Show. Mr. Show, Mr. Show so. I think David and Bob, too, I think, or whatever. What if we cast Kelsey Grammer as Beetlejuice? <laughs> My name <laughs> is Beetlejuice. <laughs> I will marry that child. <laughs> oh. I can't really think of anyone, so yes, I'm going to go with Bobby Lee. Oh, yes. Oh, that's, that's funny. Yes, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, so now we get introduced. But he'd be introduced. more like, like a self-loathing Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> self conscious like, all the yeah. time. He, he would go crazy, and he's like, "All right, I'm bored. Let's fuck someone up." Yeah, yeah. It's like guessing every decision he makes. Um, if you're not watching the film right now, the Dietzes have now purchased the Maitland's Manor, and Otho is busting through the window. <laughs> Otho is an interesting one. He's, I like him and hate him, but that's what you're supposed to do, I guess. I yeah. love Otho. I, um, he's so he's so over the top and closeted. And they're just, like, both ridiculous. so over the top. Mm-hmm. He's a huckster. He's yeah. a charlatan. He's yeah. it's wonderful. I love it. Yeah. Um. He looks like what's his name's son. 
Um, Shane, help me out. He's Newman? from uh, what? You talking about Newman? No, he. Oh, I can't think of his name. It's in a one. It's in the Big Lebowski. He's in one of our favorite movies. Oh, Goodman. Oh, John, John Goodman. Goodman. John, he looks like John Goodman's son, like son. Because <laughs> he looks like he could play like Babe Ruth. That's why. Oh, I'm picturing my favorite movie now, and it's if I could make a movie where John Goodman from Arachnophobia has come to kill Beetlejuice. Oh, <laughs> the the exorcist, the exterminator yeah. for the exterminator. Ooh, that doesn't that sound amazing? It sounds awesome, actually. <laughs> mm. Mm. Ronnie, fun fact: Who does Ortho voice in one of our favorite films? Uh, voice. I'm getting animated. Um, has connection to this, uh, to this film as well. Jody does Chachi. Oh, is it um, the Nightmare Before Christmas? Yes, it is. Yeah. Who does he play? The mayor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can, I can hear that now. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd look it up. Yeah, or I looked it up a long time ago, but like reverse because like I watched I remember before Christmas religiously and listened mm-hmm. to the soundtrack, and I'm like, who voices the mayor? And I'm like, oh, I know him from Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's one of the Tim Burtonisms where you just kind of cast the same kind of characters all the time. Where it's obviously big one Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. but even um, you get Christopher Lee, you get um, Jeffrey Jones, Catherine O'Hara. They're all kind of what's in the her same. name? Uh, mm-hmm. His fucking she's in every Burton film. Helen Bonham, Bonham? Bonham Carter, yeah, yeah. Helen yeah. Carter. And then uh, Pee Wee Herman has one of, in this one one of the like sand monsters. So uh, Paul Rubens is also in Remember Christmas, and then obviously Tim Burton's first film, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> I love that movie too. Uh, okay, uh, Shot or Night, ready for this one? Yeah. In 2002, Jeffrey Jones, Charles Dietz, right here, was convicted of hiring a 14 year old to take explicit photos and is serving a 15 year prison sentence. Oh, True or false? for sure. For sure. That guy's got pedo written all over him. Lock which, it in, Ron. Lock which, it in. Which is going <laughs> to also be really weird if <laughs> I pinned him for a pedo and he's not. It's false. Oh, boy. It is true. He was convicted of hiring a 14-year-old to take explicit photos, but he was given a fine probation for five years and counseling. Oh, very good. Oh, oh very <laughs> good. Meanwhile, yeah. how many people are in for having an ounce of weed? <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, my mom. God, it pays to be rich. Oh, a uh, drink for the um the, the yeah. suicide. Barbara was. What did the uh, judge do? Did he look closet? at the photos of the fourteen year old and go, ah, yeah, I could have got anyone. Like what the oh fuck, my God. man? Nah. Uh, well, judge, the judge is like, all right, it's fine, it's fine. Fourteen nice. looks like eighteen now. <laughs> um, I have a shot or not for Jerry jo- for Jeffrey Jones. <laughs> for <not> Jerry Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Jones. <laughs> he hasn't been caught uh, yet. As well. <laughs> yeah. Listen to Jerry Jones' podcast, I'm Old and Need Women. Um, <laughs> this is Jeffrey Jones' least proud movie set he's worked on. False. He's been on... He's been some real shitters. Shit. Say both say false? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. I, but I assume it's probably Howard the Duck. Oh, Howard the Duck, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen Howard the Duck, Dan? I've never seen it all the way through. I've seen bits and pieces of it. He has to wear like this uh, prosthetics because Jeffrey Jones is the bad guy in it. It's that's terrible. right. It, that, that's a waste of potential, like uh, you know, like a uh, potential. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be fun to watch. I just uh, never seen it. Um, 
A girl wants to fuck a duck. When's the first time you saw this movie, you guys? Oh, I don't even know. This is a blockbuster film. I remember um, uh, renting it with my dad and brother and just watching this. Which is ironic because two weeks ago I rewatched this in theaters with my um, my mom, dad, wife, and my grandpa. And like oh. my dad had no recollection of rewatching with me, but the booze are talking maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> I, me- I remember the beer I had. I haven't seen this in 30 years. I'm like, Dad, we watched this like 15 years ago. <laughs> like, I don't remember that. <laughs> I was drunk, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Dan? Uh, I, I, it's been a long time, but I remember most of it. It's just, uh, I think I remember seeing it on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for the most part. As we were talking, I own this. I I watch this movie at, like at least once once a year for like Halloween time. I just love the the zany goofiness. As I mentioned mm-hmm. before, horror comedies are like my kind of like my go to. This isn't really mm-hmm. horror. It's more like a dark kind of yeah. silly horror comedy. Is there no Szechuan? The MSG joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Are you guys annoyed by Annoy Rider in the beginning? If I didn't like who she became, yeah, I would hate this character. Um, for me, she fits like she, she she's that connection between the Dietzes and the Maitlands of like she's obsessed with the death Edgar Allan Poe. It's it, it, it's such a Tim Burton character. Mm-hmm. It's so okay, Tim Burtony. So it it works for this film. She but probably wore for... Tim's clothes on set. Like just, oh, that was my <laughs> next thing. That's why he yeah. wore. Especially the glove on uh, Catherine O'Hare's head. It's not a dress; it's a kilt. <laughs> Yeah, that's a glove for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. I get it. Like, she is who she is, and like, I, it's all right. I just uh, teenager. What do you expect? It's very Burton esque. I think it's laid on a little thick, but you have to because it it you know. Just the that's a style. Yeah. That's him. She's a she's a seventeen year old teenager. She's obsessed with death. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I was obsessed with like. The macabre at this age, too. Yeah, and yeah. it wouldn't be fun if she was Zac Efron, you know, and he's just like, hey, gang. Even though I don't... Or Brie Larson. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, I... <laughs> Sorry. Um... I'll, I'll, you know, Bri- come at me, Brie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shane, get it. All right, Shane, go on Twitter. Yeah. I, I got it. Yeah. You fucking cheese. Yeah. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> By the way, this, this reconstructed house looks like a Scientology temple. Yeah. <laughs> It's it like uh, it, it's like Tim Burton tried to have like a, a suburb house. It's all like uh, German impression, like expression impressionism, and just like sharp and terrible, like a terrible <laughs> temple, like you said. It's very clean, very clean. <laughs> <laughs> no dust. Yeah. This is a good setup and payoff. Oh, her, uh, her, yeah. um, her art tries to kill her. Her sculptures. Dude, I l- love it. The Bio Exorcist. Yeah. Right. <laughs> It's 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 funny like this is like a, a motif of three and like I don't know why we can talk about the rules when Beetlejuice comes on scene but like he he can't say his name three times and it cuts it off on that flyer it's kind of like a, yeah. one of the things I love all the little little touches here and there yeah. and I love how there's fucking cabinets how useless are those cabinets they're like twelve <laughs> high and... <laughs> and with the curve in it it could fit a spoon. <laughs> yeah. I I love I, I love the sets in this movie so much. I also like how it's just such a simple premise. All you do is say his name three times, but like mm-hmm. b- because it's so simple, it's not so simple. You know, 
Like, because once once the cat's out of the bag, it's very hard to put him back in. It's very convoluted. Um, yeah. But there isn't like some you, crazy ritual that has to happen to summon him, and you have to sacrifice a goat, and like it's just just say his name three times. He Kalima. brings him there. Yeah. Exactly. And even dumber, like like he has to be married. I don't think he has to. I just think he's a pervert. <laughs> yeah. That would have been yeah. funny. He was like, ah, I'll just show. I just wanted to bang the fourteen year old. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, you doing? I'm well, doing. I'm pulling the pulling the Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey Jones here. <laughs> Jerry Jones. That's the whole. <laughs> <laughs> go cowboys <laughs> the original um, story by michael mcdowell and the other guy was just really dark it's uh beetlejuice is actually like dark and wants to kill them all the deets die horribly but then the rewrites of the script and tim burton kind of beats on him it became more fun and silly and then like supposedly michael keaton's lines are like 90 percent ad-libbed and reworked while they were just doing i could believe it so like so I don't know how much intentional that is, but it seems like to me at the end when Beetlejuice is like negotiating with with uh, Lydia, yeah, I gotta be married and eh, whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. I could see that, and I like it. I like that he, they started real dark and then came out, came like up from there, out of the attic because it, it's a good blend. Because mm-hmm. when you have that comedy, it helps lighten it up a little bit. But it should be a dark film. It's about two people that drown to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, fucking, now they're being tortured by this rich family, and then they summon a mm-hmm. demon. <laughs> like, ah, <laughs> oh, my favorite. Anytime he's on, he's not on enough, and that's a good place to be. Okay, shot or not? <laughs> uh, uh, do you guys want to? Yeah. Do you guys want a true or false, or do you want uh, I guess, uh, like an over or under? Hit me. <laughs> Over under. <laughs> okay. How much screen time does Beetlejuice have in this film? And I'll give it to whoever's the closest by a minute. I'd say under seven minutes. Uh, 14.5. I'd say seven minutes of screen time. Or 15, 15. <laughs> the end one. <laughs> Obviously, it's, four, it's 14 and a half. He looked, he, he's looked it up. Yeah. I, 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 got some back, I got some background on this. It's it's not a ton, but it's perfect because like if he was there too much, it, it would get old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like very quick. Like if you had thirty minutes of him or forty five minutes, oh yeah. If you had a background story of him when he's little, then yeah, it'd be stupid. Yeah. Dude, like, did you guys watch the Hocus Pocus too? <laughs> Despite my previous claims, no. Uh, no, it was on the background, and I wasn't paying attention. My wife and I watched it, and I, I was like joking myself. What do they do like a background like of how the Sanchez sisters came to be, and they fucking did it. It's so goddamn terrible. Oh, no, they didn't. They, it's because they didn't get invited to the prom or something. When you're bankrupt of ideas and you have to like it's like the Halloween franchise, you're 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 backtracking to do this. Oh, uh, they're gonna rude. literally like do Dude, that. It's it's fucking all terrible. fucking film now and shows are bankrupt of ideas. We're telling the story of Dahmer for the 18th time. Oh, God. We're we're making up shit in Lord of the Rings in a fucking book. Like, this. don't get me started. Fuck Hollywood. No, Shane. We need more Hobbit rants from you. Oh, they're half-foots now. No. Oh, are they're they hard, really? Half-foots. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't watch the show, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I keep turning it on, getting like f- 15 minutes into it, and going, yeah, no. 
and then turning it off. I haven't tried it yet. I'm going to. I just I'm I haven't had time to, Best to of go luck through to fucking you. ten hours of talking. I like I said, I love Lord of the Rings. I just haven't been motivated. Moving on, go back to the film here. Uh, so spoiler alert, it's Sauron. <laughs> <laughs> You're just sour. Yeah. Um. So. Ah. This, uh, so now I love this scene, yes. the transition where um Barbara and Adam are going into the netherworld and just the, the aesthetics. I I know Tim Burton Ugh. is um a little grating now as like his style is overdone, but at the time period and just the origin, I love all the visuals of the netherworld. And like this idea that how you die is how you're frozen for the rest of your life, or how oh you're my presented God, it's for so the rest wonderful. of your afterlife. And they drowned, so they're relatively like intact. Well, like... so so originally in the script, uh, they're gonna have them wet the entire film, but then Tim Burton was like, "That's that's asking a lot of the actors," so they just kept them in the same clothes, and that's about it. Yeah. Imagine that they have like an intern on set of a bucket of water, just like <laughs> like and bucket of water pour shot and go the shit out of that yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> Keep spritzing him, spritz him. They got a spray bottle. God right. damn it, kid. Why do you sneak around this fucking house? <laughs> <laughs> He's in the walls. He's like, I could have shot you. I love Charles's contrast. He's he's like uh he's stupid and like apathetic. He's wearing red and he just wants to he, yeah. he, he says dead. in the film he had a nervous breakdown. He just wants to look at birds, quote unquote, but we know what he's mm-hmm. looking at. And and, and that oh, schoolhouse yeah. right there. Oh yeah. The schoolhouse. <laughs> one of my uh one of my one of my drinking he's... games was gonna be every time you see him in a in an awesome sweater. Uh, <laughs> uh Cosby sweaters. Yeah, Cosby sweaters. So I like also that um you go and death is a bureaucracy. Yes. <laughs> I love this. And, uh, it says it later, but Otho says mm-hmm. Uh, that um, if you commit suicide, you become a civil servant, which is yeah. perfectly done in this mm-hmm. entire entirety of all these netherworld scenes. I love this. So get your <laughs> drinks ready, boys. Here we go. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. boy. I love the little shrunken head. Mm-hmm. He's like, I love, I love the work you did there. <laughs> so uh, I love the visual gags. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to say how they all died. Some are more obvious than others, but the guys that, like the chicken bone. Stuck well, in the his throat, sh- the guy the, the shark attack. Yeah, the goddamn shark. I'm like, oh yeah. Why is she green? Um, she's a pixie. Maybe it's kind of like uh, you know, like uh, not envy, but kind of like uh, ego, because she's a Miss America thing or Miss Argentina. Miss thing. Argentina. Yeah, so, so you can see her wrists. Pretty dark for a kids' film, so a drink. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Ooh, that's um. That's a drink. Yeah. I love the but shark. And like, oh, it's just so fun. It's so cheap, but it's great. I know, and then like the little rattlesnake inside the mm-hmm. sleeping bag. Yeah. Next to Edward's, Edward's hands. There's, Winona's. there's like, so many little things that are great. And I think I didn't mention earlier is like they had dust everywhere, like because mm-hmm. it wasn't clean for I think three months they said or whatever. Like just little things there. They had little dust here pop up with the book when they sat down so detailed and even when lydia's walking up the steps for the first mm-hmm. time the um mm-hmm. the the steam cleaners are getting the wallpaper off but it's 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 a uh, it's fog mm-hmm. to set the mm-hmm. mood it's it's perfect mm-hmm. it's silly it's a, yeah. a fun little like it's like the um the diegetic kind of ness of like the setting is going into the the, the movie it's fun i love that yeah it's great There's that word again um <laughs> my wife and i every time winona Ryder was searching for anything we just kept going we we're drunk but we we're like well 
Will, are you here? <laughs> I know, <right>? Yeah. <laughs> I can't ever see Winona Ryder and not just yell, Will. Oh, that show sucks. Ah, the guy that burned in his bed smoking. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's... It's, it's wonderfully done. It's so good. I wonder if that's a way he got around the smoking rating. Because, like, the fucking whatever AMA or AMCA or whatever the fuck they're called, they get so up in arms about smoking. And he's like, look, it's anti-smoking. Well, it's this is 88, so they don't they don't lobby as hard yet. That's right. Reagan smashed them. Those communists. <laughs> <laughs> Reagan smash. Reagan, Reagan you smash. like your ratings. You <laughs> said his movie was shit. <laughs> I just saw a movie a couple of months ago. My wife and I in theaters called Gone in the Night with Winona Ryder. She's she's still I think she's a good actress. She is she's a good actress. Good in something, but um, that movie it's a it's a pretty good horror film until the last like um, thirty minutes become and it comes absolute shit schlock. It's uh it's interesting <laughs> though. It's a cool premise though. Gone and then the night. She she and her her boyfriend rent an Airbnb. There's a couple that's already there, and then then he disappears in the middle of the night, and she's trying to figure out what happened uh, to him. So it's, it's oh really oh cool, gone. Kind of... It's gone and gone in the dark is a documentary about. The, okay. And, and is no, his no, name no, no. Yeah, is his gotcha. name Bill? Is she going Bill? <laughs> Bill, where are you? No. There's a little comedic joke there. <laughs> I like how they made a door for him. The fi- it doesn't make any sense logically <laughs> no, the file no. cabinet, but I love it. It's just a great visual. It's a play. It's a play on it. It's a, it's great. I love it. Yeah. And then I like I like this little. It kind of looks cheap, but I like it. What a fun set. I would have had so much fun. I mean, it's probably a nightmare. Mm. And now he goes to a... What's the artist's name? The one that does the stairs. Oh, um, MC Escher. Yeah. Hammer. And then, like... it's... Yeah. It's just... It's very German impressionistic, and it's it's all just, like... It doesn't make sense logically, but it's it's got a cool visual style. Very German. Oh, Heinkler. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's like so you know that biden is part of a deep state consortium <laughs> how do you say cabal in german there's a little little mess up there like it's Un supposed cabal. to be like he, pull, he, he pulls down like the curt the curtain for that room but it's actually a door if you go back at it yeah. but, it's, it, but mm. it's fine it's fine but, you know we yeah. don't pay attention to details it's fine burton whatever you hack <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know if this is intentional or just lazy, but uh, Adam's shirt is that checkered, and then the floor is all checkered too. Yep. Oh. Yeah. And now they've entered the Matrix, where Neo learns kung fu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I <laughs> and I love this, and, and this is an original idea, but the idea like the the time goes different for ghosts than it does for humans. So like in the netherworld, time moves yeah. slower than the real world flies. It's a, it's a cool little thing. It's, it's not yeah, just like school, just like space in Iraq. I yeah. messed this up. That's the meeting room from The Crow. <laughs> I could see that with the big window. <laughs> That's where he introduces himself to our bad guy who can fight the supernatural somehow. Yeah. I love uh, I love Juno, the caseworker here. She's wearing uh, her collar is like a little like uh, a coffee a filter, and she's got the, mm-hmm. the slice through her neck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which you don't notice until you really pay attention. Yeah, like, for when I was a kid, didn't notice that, but I think like two years ago, for the first time, I was like, "Oh shit!" The smoke's coming out of her neck. It's yep, awesome. Yep. Yeah. No. So, when, I'm like, that's what I thought. I thought. I thought. I originally thought it was an actual hole you see, but I'm like, "Oh no, there it is." Okay. Yeah. So, drink. She she committed suicide. She cut her own throat. Apparently. Mm-hmm. So she works for the bureau. 
Yeah. That's a, a fun little joke there. The one guy threw himself in front of a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like the, the, the thing. So there's a lot of footage that didn't end up using behind the scenes and ideas that Burton had. It seems like an actual shit show mm-hmm. filming this because I was watching a few interviews because I was looking for a commentary track to actually listen because I want to know about the like the behind oh. the scenes, the making of the animatronics and stuff and all the visuals, but there's none. So I was watching behind the scenes and Alec Baldwin just saying how difficult it was because a lot of the the visuals are all done, you know, practically. And there's so many takes they had to do to get them right. So it was very frustrating oh. for the actors on the set. Shut up, you overpaid princess. <laughs> yeah. But, but once again, like, I love all the practical stuff. Mm-hmm. And it looks better than the compositing. All the mm-hmm. – that's not CGI yet, but the compositing they use yeah. is yeah. bad. And supposedly, according to IMBD – Tim Burton said the visual effects budget was a million dollars, so he was mad. So he just kind of half-assed all the compositing stuff, so it doesn't look good. <laughs> like mm. the way to go! Way to shoot yourself it. in the foot to despite your face. To, so Ron, I have face. a, I kind of have a shot or not based off mm-hmm. what you kind of mentioned there. Um, did you guys look into the like the documentary that's supposed to be off this movie? Like the the house. That one? sounds like a lot of work. No, uh, so back in 2020, there's supposed to be a documentary that came out based off the making of this film. It's called Documentary for the Recently Deceased and Making of Beetlejuice. Yeah. It was kickstarted, but it's been pushed back for, like, years now. Um, And so I watched, like, some clips of that, and one of my shot or nots is um, from the actual small town of East Corinth, Vermont where the film was, uh, movie was filmed, the residents there in 2020, once they heard someone was trying to make a documentary on the film, actually, um, they, started, they started a petition to stop the Kickstarter, because this movie was Kickstarted originally, and even demanded that the filmmakers fix and tear down the structures that they made and altered during the film. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go true. Sound like an old bunch of bitches. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That sounds like some really old people are like, we're sick of this Beetlejuice nonsense. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, I don't know. The documentary isn't out yet. Um, but uh, the clips I saw, like the um, the residents seem like very proud of it, or like seem very happy. Like there's no complaints. It just like hmm. um, it's just so funny and so sad that like this documentary. I watched the trailer for the documentary. And it was just talking about the house and kind of like the origin mm-hmm, yeah. of them, like like you know like um, a set looking look at that. Uh huh. Yeah, and they, they built the bridge and everything for it. So. Yeah. So right there, that's a fun little thing. Before your nerves, you were a demon. Shane, who's this actor right here? Oh. Oh God, what's his name? He's in a Robert Goulet. <laughs> <laughs> With your butt, 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 and your what, 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 the thong song. <laughs> the thong song. Uh, so, so we talked Excellent. over the scene. We talked over the scene where uh, where Juno is giving, like, the background of Beetlejuice. And it's very vague, but basically yeah. it seems like to me that Beetlejuice was going into deeper dark arts and magic and like, cursed himself, kind of. So he's kind of screwed, right? <laughs> it's like, uh, how do you guys interpret, like, what the rules are behind Beetlejuice? <laughs> I don't know, because she's supposed to help. So he sounds like he was like, oh, you're all not really helping these people. I can help them. And they're like, but that's mm-hmm. against the rules. And uh, so they, they left. Sounds like a typical politician. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like he, he's like a 
Blackwater contractor. Like <laughs> for for what? For ghost books? Yeah, and for freeing Iraq for money. <laughs> yeah. I guess he wants a, a another whore house. I don't know. Yeah. I can't I can't really he likes tell you strippers. Anymore. Purgatory I ordered brides. I, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, if I can bring my literature uh, degree into this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, oh, God. these sheets that I have not confirmed behind the scenes, but uh, this I think this is a reference in the entire story is to the Canterville Ghost by Oscar Wilde, and that's like the original story that I can find about where a, a fam American family moves into a British um, mansion, and the Americans scare off the ghosts because the Americans are so terrible that the they, they haunt the ghosts themselves. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And, that and is beautiful. The, and the short story ends with the only way to get the ghost to go to the afterlife is he has to Make fuck the teenage daughter. <gasps> oh, Please tell go. me. There's the other shoe. <laughs> I was going to say, eat fast food. But yeah, that works. I am not making that shit up. Speaking That's of wonderful. Uh, sheets, Danny, what do these sheets remind you of? Um, you spent three hours talking about him. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, okay. The uh, the um, I know. I, I I think about the actual sheets, but yeah, the when he first pops out, I'm like, oh, is he, is he gonna put glasses on like in Halloween? Yeah. Oh yeah. God, yes. Yeah, which I thought, which doesn't make any sense. It's under. Oh, I guess it makes more sense because it's under. In so this Catherine O'Hara didn't show her tits. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> this get, this movie should... gets a boom. <laughs> we should say we're not a writer, you fuck. Not yet, not yet. <laughs> I wanted or I wanted uh, Oso. There you go. I love how incompetent the uh, the Maitlands are. They're just not good at this <laughs> at all. And even like Lydia is just making fun of them. <laughs> You guys yeah, are going to laugh at me, but for the longest time, I thought Winona Ryder was in Titanic. I can see she and Kate Winslet have a similar kind of face. Yeah, yeah, they look very similar. I don't know about underneath, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, uh, that's cancelable. Find out in Stranger... <laughs> <laughs> Wasted Potential Podcast. Oh, no. the, all the I, members don't agree with that. Sometimes <laughs> I say things and then I go, Jesus. <laughs> like two Shanes over here. Oh. <laughs> Skirt. All right. Um. <laughs> bleep button. Bleep button. Yeah. <laughs> edit, edit, edit. I love that Lydia understands the, the, the handbook for the recently deceased over the other two instead. I'm I'm a little off put that Lydia is just so okay with the dead. I get it because she's gothic, but I don't I don't know. She is surprised when, she, when they finally admit because she thinks they're just people hiding in the attic. And she goes, you actually are ghosts. Yeah. So she's surprised. And I guess Beetlejuice does scare her. Yeah. To a point of making suicide jokes. Yeah. Making suicide jokes and wanting to fuck uh, Michael Keaton. I mean, but who, who wouldn't? Yeah. Oh. Nice. Hey, very good. very good. Michael Keaton's a classy broad. I fucking love Michael Keaton. I'm trying to think of a movie I've seen Michael Keaton in where I was like, ugh. See right here? Like, she's surprised. You guys really yeah. are dead. Like, she. Mm -hmm. The only mention is a funeral. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, that's hella cool. <laughs> <laughs> God, Alec Baldwin is so like enthusiastic and actually acting. It's, it's I know, and not it's, fat. 
<laughs> and that murdery. It's so hairy. That man though. has some of the hairiest chest I've ever seen, though. It's he Tom just, Selleck. He can't wear a shirt where hair isn't popping out from underneath it. Okay, shot or not? Fuck uh, you. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. Beetlejuice was the first film sent out by mail via Netflix in 1998. True or false? First of all, what the fuck is that machine? <laughs> <laughs> what is it Tim, doing? It's a Tim Burton like rotator. That is Burto tractor. That's a Tim Burton. That's a. That's a. Okay. That's Tim Burton when he's five years old. Like I like this machine. I'm gonna draw it. This is fucking stupid. That was a fucking short short bus tractor. Is what that was. <laughs> all, right, um, <laughs> all right um okay so was beetlejuice was the first film to in be 98 out in 98 yep like with netflix or just yep netflix sent out via mail because netflix started as a mailing order yeah uh, yeah I'm and then you get a dvd and it wouldn't fucking work so you throw it against <laughs> the wall <laughs> because everybody apparently the first thing they do is rub their dvd against sandpaper when they get it <laughs> <laughs> fucking dude i would lose my goddamn mind when i'd watch black hawk down for the 18th time and i'd i'd grab the dvd and look at the back and be like what the fuck <laughs> i was like who who looked at the what did you do why did you grind your teeth on this thing? Yeah. Yeah. Why did we play frisbee with this in the backyard? Um, I didn't know that Shane planned his like his type five minute rant on Netflix over <laughs> here. <laughs> Fuck that one in the queue. God. And then you'd end up keeping it for eight years. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Um. That's a random fact, but I'd say true. I mean, why not? Yeah. <laughs> It's probably a Ken Burns documentary, but... <laughs> Dan? I said false. It's true. Oh, uh, is it really? Really? Yeah, that was the first wow. Netflix. Out, yeah. Speaking of which, I may or may not still have a Netflix DVD copy of The Edge of Tomorrow, which I have never watched. Ixnay, Netflix is going to come after you. They're hurting. I said may or may <laughs> not. Listening. Big Brother's listening. <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow. Um, that was a good movie. I've never that, watched that it. one with Mr. You've had it for, for how long? And you haven't watched at it? least at least ten years, and I've maybe never watched it. Don't have a DVD player. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Well, Edge of Tomorrow is a very good movie. It's one of the better sci-fi movies Tom Cruise has ever done. It is with yeah. him. Okay, so it's not. Yeah, and it was originally called like um, Die. Come I back. Live, repeat. Die, repeat. Die, yeah, live. Yeah, die. Die. Rape, Dip, dive, EP, die, Scientology, and dodge. praise him. Yeah. <laughs> Dip, dodge, dodge, and dodge. Okay, um, we are at 48 minutes, and we're actually getting our first interaction with Beetlegeist with our main characters. Yeah, this is what um, modern film directors call boring, but previous <laughs> film directors call setup. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, well, it's interesting because yeah. it almost operates like a, like a slasher film or like a, a creature feature where like, you don't see your creature for mm -hmm. the first time for almost like halfway through the film but for me we get enough teases of beetlejuice to get up there yeah. you can fucking see those yeah. strings yeah i saw that and then oh yeah but it's okay because the set looks stupid yeah, well the first tease is like you see him on like a, the tv and it's like a crappy old oh, tv drink. and it's like yeah yeah which is nice speak yesterday <laughs> no shutter at all I love it. 
The first thing he does is try to take Gina Davis. <laughs> Well, that's the only thing we know for sure. There we go. Drink again. Another kiss. <laughs> only thing we know about Beetlejuice is he's a horny motherfucker. I wonder if they were prepared for Michael Keaton. You know what I mean? Like when he came, like he's just so much. When I was watching the, um, the, uh, cause Keaton did an interview with Charlie Rose, um, mm-hmm. you know, RIP Charlie Rose's career. Um, oh, perfect. Charlie uh, Rose. basically, uh, Keaton was just saying like he would, the beginning, he would like stop and look at everyone, and Burton's like, "Don't stop, keep going," because everyone, because he was didn't know if this would work. Because mm-hmm. Burton had to sell him on this role three times. Because I don't think Burton knew what he wanted, so this role is a hundred percent Michael Keaton's concoction, like his character wow. is him. Yeah, well, amazing. I think, looking I love like this is his uh, his uh, qualifications. I never understood yeah. what he said about The Exorcist until right until like this recent viewing. Cause he like mumbles it. <laughs> yeah. He laughs at it for 168 times or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It gets it's funnier wonderful. and funnier every time. Yeah. <laughs> He's just, it's like, and he's just like a mile a minute. He's just bang, 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 bang. Like if you paused and enjoyed every line he says, it's hilarious. Yeah. Drink again. But it's so quick. Yeah, well, I guess you'd believe me if I said that the one of the original thoughts for casting was Sam Kinison, the comedian. Oh, oh. yeah. That's a good That's one. That's good. Um, he might Maya. be too much, but it – it's very Kinnison-esque. The, uh, the other one I was thinking of right now is Jack Black. Except he'd be like, then I'd lick her pussy. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, wow. Okay, Sam. Well, he, he looks up her skirt with the stick, so. It is very Kinnison-esque. Oh, it's energy. It's, yeah. it's loud. Yeah. It's loud. Um, but yeah, uh, this sets up the uh, the whole sandworms. His head spins like the exorcist. These are just fun little touches. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Compositing looks terrible, but it's okay. His Tremors. Little, his little pot belly is great. Like, ugh, just right. And and he just runs. He just runs so perfect right there. Little. I thing. know, right? <laughs> he, just, he just runs so perfect. He's like, don't, don't. He's so schlubby and Rudy. Yeah. It's yeah. wonderful. Oh, he's so it, Rudy. It reminds me of uh him being one of the, the mentally handicapped Mr. Mom, uh clone. Oh no, uh, uh, duplicity. Du- duplicity. Yeah, he's in. Duplicity. Yeah. What's it called? Yeah. Oh, multiplicity. Multiplicity, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna yeah, have yeah. to do a Michael Keaton appreciation yeah. episode. We do. I've I I could talk all day about uh, multiplicity, uh, Birdman. I can talk about all. I love Mike Keaton. Yeah. And there's the the one f bomb. <laughs> nice fucking model. He grabs his <laughs> I'm, oh I'm sure you believe God. this. That was obviously an ad lib because when Keaton kicked the tree, it fell over, and so he ad libbed it. Then they obviously reshot it because Burton loved loved the ad lib so much. You know these type of films. When you get cast for Michael Keaton and literally how much fun does that have to be? I mean, it's stressful probably because mm-hmm. it's all on your shoulders, but how much fun too, once you're really comfortable with the character and who y- you want to be like, mm-hmm. is that for him to just be like, just go bro. Like, just get after it. And he's just like kicking shit. And he's like, fuck you <laughs> drink, drink suicide attempts and making yeah. jokes again. Mm-hmm. Also, I know the shrimp turn into something scary. They're already terrifying. <laughs> yeah, those are fucking nasty. That, some, what like, kind of fucking shrimp is that? I'd be like, what the shit is this? This is some fucking chody shrimp. Yeah, this 
this was some radioactive shit right here. <laughs> it was after the BP oil spill. Yeah, or the uh, Chernobyl shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chernobyl shrimp. <laughs> and this I love the Russian shrimp. I love the meeting. Oh, brought to you by Coca Cola. Um, I love the the meeting here where the one guy's just like, well, where are the children that we're going to touch later? Like, yeah. <laughs> this looks like a total Illuminati meeting. Like, where's the virgin's blood? <laughs> Look in the background. Do you see that? That, that red handle? How plainish yeah. that is? Oh, it's a sliding door. Oh. That's what it is. I just realized now. It's a sliding door for the art piece. Ron, it's called a telephone. They had those back in the day. No, I... I think Delia is so like obsessed with her stuff. She has it behind a glass case for her yeah. art. <laughs> well, it just looks like pieces of shit. So like, I want to yeah. take this moment to to reach out to our three fans of Wasted Potential podcast and hey. reiterate once again why they need to donate money to help us get rich. <laughs> this isn't for us. This is for everyone. If we get rich, I will try to get us into parties with deep state people to see what crazy shit they actually do. Like, and I'll tell everything and go to prison and, and die for it. Like, I just want to know if they do drink child's blood or like orgies. I, I'm sure it's very clockwork orangey. <laughs> or eyes wide shut. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Eyes wide shut. Also, okay. this is hilarious that this, this is, is this how is they possess the best them. Scene. Yeah. So I have a shot or not, and then I want to ask you your opinions on this scene. Shot or not, the all the Calypso music, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, set up before and then up to now, because Adam listens to it, was not in the original script. It was all suggested by Tim Burton. And then they, even though the producers were apprehensive, they went with it in the end. I don't know, Tim. Hip-hop's starting to get big. Why don't we do like a Rum DMC song? <laughs> There's so many accents in that one. I want to say true. Cause it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's so out of left field that it's hard to write. I'm going to say Danny Elfman had something to do. I'm going to say false. It is false. Do you want to guess? It's not Danny Elfman. Who, which of the cast members idea was to do this? Oh, I did actually. Oh, maybe I did read this. Uh, was this what's his name? The, the guy visiting? No, it's not. Oh, not a guy. Is <laughs> my hint. Oh, I didn't hear you. Gina Davis. Captain O'Hara. Oh, ah. she wanted the calypso music, huh? It was her idea to because they originally did like I can't remember what kind of music it was, something else, but her idea because she's got like choreography and kind of musical background. It was her idea, and Tim Burton loved it, so they sprinkled it throughout the film, and then this whole entire scene is choreographed by that. Clips of music was all her idea, and this is like one of the most popular scenes of the entire yeah. film. Danny, uh, what's your original thought of this? Do you like the scene, or is it a little much for you? I, I didn't. I like it because it's like Danny. that's. <laughs> Fuck you, guy. I'm Go ahead, Shane. Dumb. Go ahead, Shane. Bullshit. Go ahead. This is Go ahead. Danny, go first. No, go Shane. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the when I was younger, I didn't like it at all because I thought it was weird and like dumb. I just didn't get the point. But after rewatching it, it's one of my favorite scenes now because I think the actors make it so much better. Because watching them, how well they're acting, they're going with it, and then the ran- then randomly they're like, "What the fuck's going on right now?" 
<laughs> and it's so wonderful. Um, I do not like this the this scene right here where it shows like where they're so happy and having fun with it, and they they were like, oh, I haven't danced like that in years. I'm like, that's kind of kind of ruins it for me, but kind of hard to go from that. I like this because like because they're all making fun of them because the because the Maitlands are just pointless and it shows us how stupid their idea was. I like the scene. Is he still oh. talking? Oh my god, you fucking, you scrunt, Shane, you're so angry. You scrunt. What were we talking about before Danny rudely interrupted me? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I, like you said, Danny, I agree. And the kid was like, eh, but I think this fits perfectly with like the story and the characters and Maitlands are incompetent. And these yuppies, these IY shut up yuppies are enjoying it. Like, oh, this is the best thrill I've ever had in my entire life. So I think it. I think it fits perfectly, and people just fucking love this. I would, I would replace it more with the rich people, so like we can like bring make this touristy and have people come in, and like they can get get this experience, and we can make money more than like oh, I love doing that, mm-hmm. like them personally. Mm-hmm. It kind of does that. It talks about the Inquirer and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For fifty thousand. Yeah, that's true. I like that they're unfazed. It's kind of like what? <laughs> they're just like, yeah, that's amazing. Like they're they're so soulless that they don't even get scared. That's true. I'll give you that. And I like how they won't come down. And he's mad. Like mm-hmm. you son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. You By the way, that's um, the the uptight publisher for Delia who just like berates her and says, uh, "I've lost money from her for years." That's Dick Cavett, the old like talk show host. Mm, that's his name. Okay. Mm. Good old Dicky. He's hired a hooker too. That's a weird shot. It, it zooms in on the. The staircase. I don't know why I did it, but I guess it gives a little... You know, I like how out. these people are completely stumped by a lock made in 1890. Yeah, they just kicked that fucking door. Just knocked the that... handle off. Come on, Ortho, eat the eat the knob. Yeah. That door's made of balsa wood. Cut the hinges. <clears throat> Forcible entry. Come on now. Commit, commit suicide, drink. No. Mm. Oh, yeah. Deep. Okay. Deport it. Deport it. <laughs> So the problem is when that song is all I hear is the um, the little Wayne six foot seven foot rap song now. Oh yeah, that's, that's what would happen in the new Beetlejuice. Oh. It would be like oh no, no, it'd be remade by uh, Bad Bobby, whatever her fucking name is. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bad Baby, Bad Baby. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess we, we, we can do that later. But um, okay, uh, start with bad, Shane because he's all Bobby. salty. <laughs> Uh, Shane, what's your f- Damn it, Bobby. What's your- <laughs> Shane, what's your favorite Tim Burton film? Hmm. Hmm. Let me think. It might be this one, because like Nightmare Before Christmas is like I, I don't know. I'm ca- I feel like I'm in the minority. I'm not really like a big fan of. Fuck. Um, you didn't direct that one, just so you know. Yeah. Well, fuck it. I don't, you know, but um, Edward Scissor's Hands is good. Hmm. Everything I feel like, yeah, this might be it. I think I think I like Beetlejuice the best from Tim Burton. Um, did he do James and the Giant Peach? No, it's uh, Henry Selleck, the guy God, who did. It brings me nightmares. Yeah, that's a creepy movie. It is very creepy, but I I like it more as an adult now than I did as a kid. It scared the shit out of me as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think Beetlejuice is my favorite Tim Burton. Just it's Damn. it's got everything I love. Michael mm-hmm, Keaton. For sure. Or Batman's mm. pretty good too, but this is better than Batman. 
Hmm. What about you, Dan? Um, for so sure, to continue my thoughts. Um, <laughs> 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 no, it's it's for sure Frankenweenie, duh. Oh, <laughs> very, no. very Corpse Bride. Oh, very good. No, um, those are cute you know movies. What? I enjoy those. No, um, I don't really know. It's a good point. Did he direct? Um, um, not Little Shop of Horrors. I just we saw this last night. Love that it? movie. It's a great film. Um, the musical one. This barber. Oh, oh uh, Sweeney Todd. Um, yeah. And the, did he? The okay, Butcher that... of Elm Street. The yeah. uh, 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 Butcher of Fleet Street. Uh, maybe that one. I like th- that one's different. And then um, maybe this one or Mars. Did, did he do Mars Attacks? He did Mars Attacks. Ooh, and that movie is yes. excellent. That's Rocky. Yeah, so I like Mars Attacks because I know the lady that plays June is in that one too. I think yeah. I like this more than Mars Attacks as a film, but Mars Attacks is just a joke a minute kind of movie. Yeah, agreed. That's yeah. just a goofball fun. That, that, that's a fucking fun film. Yeah, it's it's, it's just stupid and fun, silly. Um, Jack yeah. Nicholson. Can't we all just get along? <laughs> and then they he dies. The, they the, they the, the, the dove or piece. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jack Black's the best part of that. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, he's the military guy. Yeah. He's a, he's a oh yeah. Uh, oh. This uh, Ron, this, which movie did that? Give, the the snake give you a little bit of a shout out to? Um, Anaconda. Close. Not really oh, well. for sure. Never before Christmas, right? Oh, I was gonna say the thing. Oh yeah, especially like the lighting too. The very like yeah. dark lighting, how they lit it mm-hmm. like this one. Yeah. Oh, uh, since we're going to which shot or not, the Beetlejuice snakehead is 100% animatronic. True or false? True. Oh, not 100%? That's false? As far as I know, it's 100% animatronic. Really? I was, okay. I was watching nice. the behind the scenes of it, so it, it's kind of like jumpy and janky, so you can kind of tell it's pretty pretty much. like the, the head itself is 100% animatronic, though. Mm-hmm. The... the uh, the animatronic guys looked miserable making it because, oh. you know, those long hours of getting paid oh, pennies to, yeah. to do all this shit. Shut the fuck up. You get to be in Hollywood. <laughs> it's the magic of filmmaking. It's not very magical. It's more dark magic. <laughs> um, Hey, look, he's Spawn. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I think you did a good point there, Shane. We're like, there's enough Michael Keaton, so he's not overwhelming. Because one of my questions was, is he too much? But I think the limited screen time mm-hmm. makes him not too much. <laughs> yeah, if you if, if this movie was two and a half hours, which the remake or the set the sequel will probably be two and a half hours, and then they'll have so much of him, it'll be annoying. Yeah, but you want to want more. You don't want to be yeah. on the opposite end. You would rather your movie be like, man, I wish there was more than. They'd be like, wow, it's just getting old. Every time. Like, so yeah. I'm glad he airs on the side of less with Beetlejuice. Because sure. his shtick would get old quicker. Like, even one more scene might be too much. Yeah, no, it, it's a good break between this. He talks to Lydia and the very ending went Showtime. I, I think it's a, a perfect amount of screen time for him. Yeah. Yeah. Even now we have all this, the CT, all the CT deaths right here. And to keep a PG rating, they probably couldn't show more. Oh God! You're right. talking about Marshall? <laughs> are people oh, still are, are people still touchy about that? The 1970s plane crash. 
this is a, a direct reference. Yeah, he says, I know. Says, this, this is a direct reference to that plane crash. It's dark. Oh, I that know. I was like, is Tim dark. Burton making fun of the Marshall tragedy? That's, <laughs> that's the reference. It's dark. Oh, oh I didn't even get that. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, oh it wow. is. It's a direct I, reference. I, I instantly went to They All Died of CTE. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, and the, uh, the, the the PA system says flight whatever it is, yeah. the actual flight oh, number. So it's oh a direct reference. It's pretty dark. That's awesome. That or is very, depending on how you look at it, yes. <laughs> you see the background right there with the people in the movie theater? Mm-hmm. It was... It was a better... Oh, look at that. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice it until this time. It's like the ghosts are watching uh-huh. the humans watching it. It's like a weird... Like I said, all these fun little visuals yeah. and things that are not even that big of a deal, but they're fun. Yeah, for sure. And, like, this brings me to, like, modern day where, like, just that scene with the Marshall scene would have an uproar on Twitter, and they'd be like, well, my great-grandson died in that, you fuck. And, like, mm-hmm. it just... This is then, this is right before, mm-hmm. I guess not right before. I guess mid '90s is where it started to really pick up, and then 2000s went out of control. But um, like filmmakers could really get after it for better or worse. Like obviously we have some for worse scenarios, but well, Burton was not afraid to do what he wanted to mm-hmm. do. Well, it's well, social media is obviously everyone's got an opinion, and, and you don't get until like the late '90s. <laughs> Actually, no, you have the 80s, you have, like, sat- Satanic Panic about metal music. You That's have, true. In the late 90s, you have, like, you know, hip-hop and, like, metal music, and people have, like, a, a platform, you have Tip or Gore and all that kind of, you know, uh, what do you call it? Some uh, liberal fucking Tipper. Right? <laughs> Who named their kid Tipper? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, what do you guys think of this scene? It's a little much, right, for Lydia, like, writing her own suicide note? <laughs> And it comes out of left field. Like, we get that she's yeah. gothic, but they haven't mm-hmm. established that she's, like, suicidal totally, you know? Mm-hmm. But it, 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 I guess you could say it plays off the, like, tone of being suicide the entire film because they make so many references to it. Yeah, I think I think they needed to lightly set that up a little bit more, that she's very sad inside. Because they he kind of sets up, like, she's just gothic, but zany gothic, you know? It's just her style, but, like set up a little bit more of the darkness, but that's just like the lightest sprinkle of anything I could say about this film. And I don't even really want him to change anything. That snake scene was actually pretty scary. It it, kind of raises like the stakes a little bit to know that mm -hmm. Beetlejuice is serious Mm -hmm. to kind of like, you know, it's a kill. And then, but then once again, it cuts the tension when, he crashes and he goes to the whorehouse. So it's fun. It, it, it's a good balance of like the yeah. Beetlejuice is the only threat he, here. He is dangerous. He's not just mm-hmm. zany. For sure. But but like uh, this scene is fucking. This is dry. nightmare fuel. The uh, yeah. Her uh, Gina Davis's little like faces. I remember that when I was a little. I'm like that's creepy. I hate uh. that. Yeah. No. It's um. I'm trying to think. Remember, this is another Tim Burton kind of like visual from a different movie i can't remember now my brain's corpse bride his his house must be terrifying imagine it like scarier than rob zombie (laughs) rob zombie would (laughs) like rob zombie would have like naked ladies Uh, like dancing and like smearing blood on each other and you're like oh okay this is scary but kind of hot Tim Burton's would just be scary. We briefly uh, mentioned this, but the, the the football players are hilarious. They're just so mm-hmm. I know, right? Com- clueless. Coach, there ain't no bathroom. <laughs> what the fuck we do? My head's ringing. Uh, 
Oh, uh, Ooh, this is delicious. We forgot mm. to wrap up our conversation, but to me, Lydia's mm. uh, suicide note, because she's crossing it off and like making changes, makes it seem sillier. My, I, what I would do if to change it, I would maybe have her walk at night just and just vent and speak out loud. And just threaten, or just say threaten she's going to do it instead of actually write a suicide note. Like, I'm going to kill myself. I hate this. It's stupid. Mm -hmm. Or just pace back and forth in a room. But the kid's writing, like, a note and just, like, say, I'm going to run away. I'm going to do this. That seems seems very, like, high school. I'm going to go hang out with Michael Keaton. No! (laughs) (laughs) As long as it's not Jeffrey. (laughs) Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey Keaton. Jeff, Jeff who eats alone. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That was a good one. Oh God, no! You're not allowed to hang out with the Duplass brothers. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll really mm. kill yourself. <laughs> this is this isn't the best compositing when you see like Keaton in the shot and her in the shot, but it's fine. The miniatures, it's silly. It works. You could put him in front of the shittiest screen, and if he's acting like this, I'm oh no, he's in. good. No, well, he's he's just he's the best. I you, so I. Oh, no, no, go ahead, Shane. It's fine. I interrupt oh me. You, I'm not going to you, motherfucker. You just continue want to fucking talk and silence me. <laughs> if you're not watching the film right now, Beetlejuice and Lydia are playing charades. <laughs> charades. Oh, that's right. He's trying to get her to say Beetlejuice. Um. Do So I have a question, and this might be a shot or not later, but did they try to do a sequel for this? Shot or not. The movie's box office success created plans for a sequel entitled Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. True or false? Oh, no. I like that orange juice, by the way, right there. Um, They also also, set that up earlier. Early in the the film, they're drinking that same orange juice, which is lazy or a good setup. I don't know. Yeah, um, I would say false. It's all they could afford was to pay Minute Maid, so (laughs) they didn't want to do it again. Um, I'm going to say two. It would no no. Uh, uh, true, it was true. false because it's supposed to be Vegas. <laughs> it is uh, supposedly oh, it's it just goes to Hawaiian. It is true. The script was commissioned. Oh. Keaton and one other writer were actually signed on, but Tim Burton lost interest in them. Good for him. Yeah. Finally, he says no. I'm glad. Mm. Just the problem mm-hmm. with sequels, and I get it from a money standpoint, because like in the end, executives have to pay for their Porsche. So like. <laughs> You have to do it. Like, um, so I get it, but this is perfect. And if we made a sequel, maybe it's great. But no. Odds are it's not as good. It's gonna be shite. Yeah, it's been yeah. it's been and how many it's been thirty years now? I think it now. would be more fun to instead of a sequel, have Beetlejuice appear in another film unannounced. You know what I mean? Like Oh shit, that's Beetlejuice, and then like he's gone. Like, it. I think that's more fun and better for the character to like tie a universe together, like another Tim Burton film where they say his name and he appears and he's gone again. And you're like, what the fuck was that a cameo? <laughs> um, yeah, ah, oh, that's what come they on, called it. Cameo. Come on, Shane. You never saw Teen Titans, the show, animated show. He was in that. <laughs> I would, for me, if if they're gonna remake or reboot this. I would prefer they go with the dark, dark, sinister tone and not have Michael Keaton in it at all, except for maybe like he's a cameo on the TV. But like, if you're gonna remake it, which I don't think they should, like you said, Shane, I think just keep this as it is. I enjoy it, even if it's dated. 
just if you're gonna remake it, mm-hmm. change that tone. Make it just a hundred percent dark and don't go for the, this kind of silly tone they have now with yeah, um, Alec Baldwin's penis nose. <laughs> I uh, yeah, but I don't know how well a dark Beetlejuice would play. I I guess you could make it really scary. But then it wouldn't be successful because people would be mad. They'd be like, I want what Beetlejuice was. Make it an eight-episode, like, creepy um, thing on Netflix and then have Michael Keaton die in the first episode. <laughs> there yeah, you go. just do that. It's like, oh, people got what oh, they wanted. Don't give them ideas to do, like, a prequel. Uh, oh, no, not a prequel. I'm like, the no, birth no. of Beetlejuice. Oh, God. The, ri- the rise of Gru featuring Beetlejuice. <laughs> Yeah, the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, oh, I'm glad they haven't turned their eyeballs to Beetlejuice. They keep talking about it, and they, they ask Michael Keaton, and he said, oh, sure, but that's just, you know, an arbitrary it's, it, it's It's still supposed well, to come out. Because Keaton has eight Porsches. He's got to pay those bills, man. <laughs> For sure. Keaton Keaton's career is an interesting one, because he, he does Beetlejuice, he does Batman, he's huge, and then he kind of falls off a little bit, and he does, like, a self-biographical-ish movie in Birdman mm-hmm. and Rises Again mm-hmm. in the weirdest, like, fact and fiction be- molding into one. For sure. <laughs> yeah, well, and then like, late 90s, he's kind of, 2000s, he's, I think he's raising a family. I think that's why he kind of slowed down. Yeah, he's Mr. Mom. Come on. That was the 80s. Which makes me think that he's actually a good person to be like, wow, I shouldn't participate in Hollywood when raising a family. This place is crazy. The whole Rick Moranis like, thing. Yeah, I was going to say. Rick, yeah. Yeah, okay. So Dan knows about it. Dan, Shane, do you know about Rick Moranis? Yeah, his wife died, yeah. right? And then he dropped out of acting to raise his kids yeah. and be a good person mm-hmm. instead of, like, produce, you know, making movies with rapists. And... It's because it's he's Canadian. Yeah, and, and I'm so fucking happy. It's a good sign. They didn't bring him back for the stupid Ghostbusters movies, the remakes. Yeah. I'm glad that. that that might be dead. I think Ghostbusters is dead. I don't think it is. No, well, give it give so? it five. Give it five years. I think Afterlife was successful. I don't know, man. Enough. Like Disney made a Star Wars show and no one's watching it. Like I think people are getting sick of the shit. You're wrong. But um, yeah, I think I think Marvel's not, no Marvel's not doing well. People complain, like, but they're still watching it. They're still subscribed to Disney Plus. They can complain all they want to. Numbers. I don't think Numbers so, speaks. man. I think I know, man. I think we're reaching a pinnacle where these companies are gonna start panicking, and we're gonna start getting some good shit again. I think there's too much money in complaining, aka our podcast about film, and there's too much money in ah, it. So very true. I just don't think it, that's Disney's gonna die. These Marvel and Star Wars shits gonna keep going because there's an audience to love it or hate it. They're coming out with Black I, Adam. I will counter argue. How was Black Adam? Did you see? I it? I won't see it. Like I'm just so I won't. I, not because it's The Rock or anything. I just I I'm so tired of superhero movies. Like I I I haven't I still haven't seen the last four Avengers movies. Same, but the the, yeah. the, the opening like reactions of Black Adam is it's worse than Morbius. Oh, oh no! Man, really? That, that well, it, it just came well, it just came out yesterday. By the time we're filming this podcast. So the re- current reactions from nerds are it's worse than Morbius, and Morbius is like a boring schlog. I fell asleep in it. I can't wait till they till they go on Twitter, which I'll be in part- participation for, to bring it back and it bombs again. <laughs> Dan Rather, tell us about <laughs> Black Adam. Oh yeah, Dan Rather, Dan Rather <laughs> write a poem about it. 
<laughs> you fuck. Dude, this <laughs> Vietnam. You fucking communist bastard. Dude, this scene. You shit on the graves yeah. of veterans. Right. This All scene right. is like effective and horrifying where the makers yeah. are like. And I don't understand it. So I get it. He's reading from the book. But he doesn't know what he's doing either. So but he somehow made this work. My so, interpretation of this is they're bringing him to the, back to the real world. And then because they're dead, they're aging and they're dying, right? They're becoming back the corpses. So it's their physical bodies to, yeah, are okay. now embodying. Oh, I get and it. he's reading a poem, which I looked up, is by Thomas Lo- uh, Lavelle. Edison. But the doze is called The Warning. <laughs> and it was hard for me to find this. It took me way too long to find this. So it's a very obscure word thing. So I don't know who the fuck found these like words. Hmm. Oh, Tim Burton's got a library of dark poetry. <laughs> Vincent Price and then Bishop. <laughs> yeah, like you mentioned, Ron, this scene for sure, like, is like tattooed in my brain though, for sure. Like, the it's yeah, creepy. it's so creepy. It's, it's also sad too. It's actually a moment where it actually feels bad for the Maitlands. You can you can kind of until Alec Baldwin's like, I'm into this. <laughs> <laughs> a literal corpse bride. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Okay, I got a shot or not, but um, it's going to take the two of you to, to give me a guess. So work together. Okay. So it's not true or okay. false. It's going to be a shot in the dark here. If there's one thing Danny and I do well, it's work together. <laughs> work together. <laughs> exactly. And tag team. Yeah. 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 We tag team really well. Yeah. Run in uh, trains. No big deal. T- <laughs> Tim Burton himself has two Oscar nominations for two films. Mm. Which two films has been nominated for an Oscar for? Hmm. Okay, Tim Shane. Burton. I think we can agree on Edward Scissorhands, right? Yeah, I was gonna say Edward okay. Scissorhands. Oh, 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 oh. Is it Big Fish? No, he wasn't. He didn't do that. Uh, uh, right? I don't think so. I thought he did do Big Fish. Did he? I think he, Ed did. Wood? he did Big Fish. No, not Edward. Well, you guys are thinking about that right now. This is my favorite part where Beetlejuice is getting ready for some show. Yeah, this right is. Here. The little like after she says the second one, little like pat on her shoulders just makes mm-hmm. it so great. For some, I don't know why, it's just so great. It's, um, it's his face, it's the suit, it's his everything. It's perfect. Can't teach I'm that. I'm gonna say, I want to say Big Fish. But... Okay, I'll say Edward Scissorhands, and you say Dumbass Big Fish. Yeah, that's where we're going with Edward Scissorhands and Big Fish. You're both incorrect. Oh. There's two Oscar Fuck! nominations. This is your fault, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> are for Frank and Weenie and Corpse Bride. What the. F- I told you Frank and Weenie, Shane. <laughs> Frank and Weenie. It's cute. It's about a dick that's <laughs> like named Frank. Speaking of which, since you guys didn't ask me because you're a bunch of cunts, is my favorite. I think uh, Tim Burton's best movie is Ed Wood. I love. I was gonna film. say that. So I, I I said that before. Yeah. Oh, look at uh-huh. those those like the wires. He didn't look at the strings. Not that's even really bad. Try to do fuck. it. Yeah. yeah. This is and, my favorite scene, um, I love when Beetlejuice is just let loose. A little fun. shout out to uh, Jack Skellington at the very top of his uh, costume. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is just what a weird choice. This this gave me this how weird this is in general, kind of like uh, Hellraiser, just so random and creepy. Yeah, it's 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 almost like why the fuck would you be a carnival barker? But it also makes sense. Beetlejuice is yeah. like a comedian. It's like a carnival barker. It kind of fits his personality, even though it's like yeah, he's a gesture. It's also yeah, like a, a weird Freddy Krueger kind of 
go back because the original Nightmare for Christmas is that his arms are really yeah. long in one of the nightmare scenes. Can we do Nightmare on Elm Street next year instead of fucking Halloween? Um, and then this is my obligatory mention is I don't like that original movie at all, and everyone hates me because of that. But yeah, we yeah, I was I was re- I was rewatching that too, and then I got sidetracked. It's fucking boring. There's some good ideas, but the filmmaking is really boring. Yeah. Applicably, you're right. Um, the, uh, you know, I'm looking at Michael Keaton's outfit, and I've seen way too many punk rockers that dress just like him. Like Rob Zombie. <laughs> like Rob Zombie. There's no tits, though, so Zombie has nothing to do with this. So, to, to not mention, unfortunately, to mention Shane's other podcast that less people listen to than this one uh shane notoriously hates the nightmare before christmas because in my opinion his argument is he hates hot topic and he hates the culture behind it that's the problem with tim yes. burton films is the rabid fans make it obnoxious like, yeah just like people who are obsessed yeah. with tim burton it it's like anything where you take a unique style and then when everyone adopts it it's not so unique mm-hmm. anymore or like Tim Burton, if you don't branch out, then it it, it gets yeah. just like yeah, we, we we get it. It gets sticky. We get you like goth and all these themes, but okay, fine. I've seen this red dress again. This is like a Tim Burtonism, um, isn't it? Like where the bride has a red dress. It's it's an old saying like uh, bride wearing red, better off dead. It's it's an old thing. I thought it was I'd rather be dead than red in the head. There you go. Um, <laughs> thank you, Shane. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, I thought it was about gingers. There's some, there's some <laughs> culture where red is you. You wear red on weddings. This is just um, ignorant American. That is Japanese. So this is a what is it? Lock and stock. Oh, lock, shock, and barrel. Yeah, that's what these remind me of. Oh yeah, well it, it's a fun like I said payoff for the end when mm-hmm. it is. Uh, creations. Oh, that would be fun. What if we had Oogie Boogie and Beetlejuice team up? There you go. <laughs> Your Oogie Boogie fan film. Uh, big Oogie Boogie fan. Mm-hmm. So and this little alien guy. <laughs> I, know, <right? laughs> I love it. Only you two will get this reference, but I'm sure this is uh, <laughs> uh, stealing. This reminds me of a fucking Avenged Sevenfold. What's that song, Dan? Oh, um. What do you mean? Um, oh, oh uh, Peace of Heaven. Yes, a Peace of Heaven. Uh, yeah, Peace of Heaven. Peace that, that's of one heaven. of my favorite yeah. songs. Yeah, when, yeah, that, that song is so wonderful. The song is so Tim Burton-y, and I don't know mm-hmm. why, but like, like oh, the whole yeah. marriage like break yes. in, in the middle of it, this, remind, this always reminds me of that. Yes, that's a perfect mm-hmm. point, yeah, where like the actual song, everyone thinks it's so campy and fun, but actually it's about like he like uh, fucks like her dead corpse. It's a rape and necrophilia. Yeah, yeah necrophilia, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Very good. Thank you, Avenged Sevenfold, for that one. And uh, re- and all the lifted Ford Rangers and Affliction shirts you helped sell. And all, and all the Metallica um, riffs you steal. Well, Pantera, oh, that's a different Pantera. debate. Pantera. <laughs> Fuck you, M. Shadows. You killed the Rev. That <laughs> <laughs> was heroin. R.I.P., buddy. R.I.P. That's what they want to tell you. <laughs> all right. So... Alec Baldwin has to save the day by loading a revolver. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing at that, but also the squealing. I love Michael Keaton's squeal. And it's like, 
the his little like reactions to each person saying it, you can't like write that. It's just him being like improvising. It has his to communic- be. And oh, keep his going. comedic timing is just perfect. Yeah, and who would? Oh, the ring. And it's and it's so <laughs> and it's so great that like Tim Burton actually like saw this and envisioned him doing it. It's it's mind boggling yeah. in a way. And how he can't. He's scary, but I think there's some rule that I don't understand that he can't kill people because he doesn't kill anyone. He just like throws them away or like I think does wa- wacky ships shit. Ships to Africa He's or something like that. To yeah. Scare people. <laughs> it's <laughs> he ships them to Africa. It's implied to me that he can kill them <laughs> if he summons. <laughs> but, but I think it's almost like a genie because like the three wishes, the three name. He can mm-hmm. only, he, he can't break the rules. He he told her. I'll save them for you if you get married. So I think he's got to play by some weird arbitrary rules. Yeah. I'm glad they don't get too deep into it because it allows them to do whatever they want with the character. Yeah, of course. What do you guys think of the sandworms? Is it just too ridiculous or is it just fine for this film? It's fine for the film, and they reference it earlier. Sandworm attacks, 13%. What the fuck is that? Shut up! (laughs) You big dick bitch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sorry alright um, if Shane doesn't acknowledge it I can cut it out but he's a dumb yeah, no, you fucking idiot oh. <laughs> shut up what? this is a professional podcast <laughs> so I like the sandworms they set it up earlier like you said like if it came out of nowhere it'd be wrong but he references like oh sandworm attacks 13% wow these are a lot of Fat, fat <laughs> students. Oh my, oh god. my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Asshole! Look at these chunky junks. Oh, Danny, what do you think about the visuals of the sandworms? Is it okay or is it too like? Um, I, it, like, it, it, I think it's. I think it's beef? borderline. Honestly, I think it's right at like maybe, maybe a little bit over the top. Yeah. You, I think you could take them off. I think you can. And I just think of tremors. But how do you kill them then? No, 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 no. The sandworms itself to me are fine. I just think the. The terrible compositing in the yellow is just such a contrast. It's a little takes oh, me out of the film okay. every time. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I, it's just it's just so I, stop motiony. It doesn't. I think it's fine because the after the, the like the nether worlds, the rules don't matter. It's fine, but it always kind of takes me out of the film a little bit. Yeah, no, I I completely agree, especially at the end right there. I. But again, I just think like I said, I think just think of tremors and like, I kind of wish they were tr- actual tremors. Oh, yeah, the uh, Graboids. <laughs> graboids. Gargoyles. We need to watch Tremors at some point. That's a great one, too. That will be a fun yes. one. Um, Shane, um, since you mentioned so uh, casting, uh, Shot or Not for You, and I think Danny already knows the answer to this. Originally, Tim Burton wanted Sammy Davis Jr. to play Beetlejuice. True or false? Ooh, interesting. I'm glad that didn't happen. Not that anything whoa, is Sammy, whoa, but Michael Keaton. All right. Edit that one out. Edit that one out. Hey, come on! No, I just—I saw Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. He's the best okay. part of that film, though. Okay. He is the best part. Um. No, he wanted him in this film, but not as Beetlejuice. I'm gonna say false. Dan. Uh, ooh, I didn't. I I skipped it because I thought, yeah, I assume you were gonna do it. I want to say true though. It's true. Tim Burton's first choice was Sam Davis Jr. because they his idea was kind of like have like a a Vegas kind of showroom kind of guy do it but then that's the, cool uh, the producers are like he's too 
he's he's not hip with the, the young people for the 80s. <laughs> yeah, that's what they said. They might have said some other words. Some producers like, eh, we can only have one in this whole entire film. <laughs> <laughs> There's none, actually. Uh, Beetlejuice was yeah. assaulting your left. those legs. There you go. Yep, drink. I have a couple more shot or nots if you want to work me after. Yeah, go ahead. Let's do them while this ends out and ends epically with Beetlejuice getting his yeah. just dessert by being a dick. Yeah. Um, then I will talk about how I like the ending with Winona Ryder. Yeah. Um, I kind of miss this one because we're talking and re- and someone rambles in this podcast. <clears throat> Shane. Um, Alec Baldwin oh, earlier yeah, mentions uh, – in the beginning, they kind of can't remember his actual – his name is Beetlejuice. But Alec Baldwin calls him Beetlemeyer. That is a special shout out to the last name of one of the unit producers, Doug Beetlemeyer. Who was later arrested for pay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go true and just mm-hmm. say that compositing looks so bad in that small head. <laughs> it does. You can see the, oh, the round of it looks bad. so Look bad. Look at the lines yeah. and everything. You can see the wires on But it's fun. They were not good at hiding wires on this one. Like I to- supposedly, Burton didn't give a shit. But, Danny, I'm going to go uh, true. Hey, it's Marshall. No. Uh, again, no. Where's again, Matthew I have no here? idea. Oh my god! <laughs> I have no idea. I made it up, so I don't care. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. Go ahead, Shane, with your little rant at the end. I was gonna say I really like the ending of this film. Um, it's kind of corny, but it also demonstrates that Tim Burton's like. See, like being a goth isn't all it's cracked up to be. Don't be a fucking weirdo. Like, go get good grades and like and hang out with all the f- the fat chicks that Shane makes fun of. Yeah, <laughs> there's so many heifers. <laughs> Look at all the manatees. Uh... <laughs> You're such a scrunch, Shane. <laughs> okay. Oh boy, that that one will get me. Uh, okay. Before the uh, the fat shaming, I agree. I like the ending. It ends on a fun note, so that everyone walks out of the theater like laughing and singing. Yeah, and it's a little weird because at first I thought like her parents left. Yeah. Back oh, to yeah. New York and just left her to be raised by ghosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a little fucked up, but you know, whatever. But I like that like. They set up that Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis can't have kids, so they always <laughs> wanted one, but they couldn't, and then they have her. And so now in the afterlife, they get to be fulfilled in raising her. And she is a weirdo, so she likes to be raised by ghosts. So it's like a, a Casper the Friendly Ghost, but, you know, not the, the version that Tanny keeps pitching. <laughs> Dude, watch the trailer. It is sketchy. It is. Casper the Handsy Ghost, yeah. huh? Um, I have, um, before we get to the recommendations, I have one more shot or not. Ready? Yeah, so do I. So go ahead, Ron. Two, yeah. Um, Beetlejuice, the star in, uh, our solar system, uh, which the, the name of the title is, it's not German shame, is 764 <laughs> times larger than our sun and our solar system. True or false? What a weirdo. They named their star Beetlejuice? I'm going to name the star Britney Spears. <laughs> Is it like a exploding, imploding uh, star? Yeah, it, it it's already imploded. <laughs> like um, Madonna. <laughs> side note. <laughs> side note. I'm I'm, yes. I'm watching the uh, the the credits here, and Tony Cox. You know, like the 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 African American short guy from Bad Santa who plays the elf. That's him mm-hmm. in the mask. Like the little like. Oh really? Oh, yeah, oh that's I'm fun. The, oh, right fun. Here, yeah. That's awesome. Um, I'll say true. 
Because so, I, I so, know. Yeah. So, that's, so, so, that's true. So Danny Cox is the only black guy in the film. <laughs> no, it's, it, oh, no, the the guy that shrunk his uh, Beetlejuice's head. Oh, was that it? Was the? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so two. There's two of them. Two. There's two. Yeah, that's uh, true. That's true. It is 764 times larger than yeah. our sun. It's the tenth largest star in the entire galaxy that we know of right now. Will it eventually kill us? Everyone keeps saying, uh, but even Probably. if it does, it, I think it's so far away it won't affect us. Oh, well, I hope it does soon. Yeah. Uh, Dan, um, just shut it up before we get to All right, last one. I'll do it quick. Uh, there have been a couple video games based off Beetlejuice, one being made by or made for the Nintendo Game Boy entitled Beetlejuice Horrific Hijinks from the Netherworld. True or false? <laughs> oh, that hurts. Um... You go, Shane. I'll pick the opposite. False. I'll go true. It is true. It is also based off the uh. b- animated series. Oh, that makes more yeah. sense. I'm only true today. Whatever, man. Everything else is bullshit. Okay. Uh, let's start off with uh, Dan here. Dan, I think I know your answer here, but um, if you would or would not recommend Beetlejuice, tell us a little bit why. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would for sure recommend this film. Uh, it's fun. It's silly. It's great, and then knowing the little bit behind the scenes about it, and then how much like knowing how hard they worked on like the makeup, the animatronics, and everything else towards it. Um, I think we can we said this like a lot, but I think Michael Keaton's for sure the best part in like a part this whole film. Um, Only complaint would be I would I'm not the biggest fan of Winona Ryder. I would replace her. Maybe with I don't know Britney Spears like wow. sh- like uh, Shane mentioned Britney Spears yeah um, <laughs> Britney Spears ah it's a joke of the day nice. but yeah no of course I think you can recommend this film you can even watch it not during Halloween time I think that's a a, a testament to it the most for sure thanks yeah. uh, Dan Shane what about you recommendations or not and tell us why. I'm so glad you finally gave me an opportunity to speak in this podcast. <laughs> uh, so, so my podcast yes. is called Fair and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, we fuck ferrets. Um, <laughs> harder than you think. Um, <laughs> wily little bastards. Larger than life. <laughs> and then we eventually start our other podcast, Surviving Haunted. Um, <laughs> So that's a reference. I rec I recommend Beetlejuice. Um, it's excellent. It demonstrates perfectly how to take the best part of your film and and not overplay it. It's Tim Burton at his best, not his worst. Um, yeah, I wouldn't re- I wouldn't redo anything in it. I love the whole thing, and I'd be afraid to fuck anything up if, to change it. So. Michael Keaton, obviously, anything he's in, I'm, I'm already on board. But uh, nice, yeah. Watch Beetlejuice whenever you feel like it yeah. or want to. And then, Ron, your opinion, obviously. Um, yeah, I not to repeat too much. I love the uh, the design, the set designs, the strong openings, like uh, style for a director for his second, you know, full feature film. But I love the characters. Is my favorite part. It's just like the characters are all well fleshed out. They all play off each other really well. Yeah. They're all unique, and it's tons of fun. It's a fun movie. If you don't like, you know, over-the-top, ridiculous, silly things, and I can see why it might not be for you, but I I love just the silly energy and just the the jokes and the visuals, for sure. 
Agreed. Agreed. And then uh, prosecute Jeffrey Jones. <laughs> he's he still does voiceover stuff, so people are giving him work. Yep. Even though he paid a fourteen-year-old for explicit and photos, he's still wandering the earth. They walk among us. Did we say Jeffrey Jones or Jeffrey Dahmer? Oh no, um, Dahmer got prosecuted. Jeffrey Jones is still no, fucking no. It's, it's the Jerry earth. Jones. But uh, <laughs> there's the same reaction though. D- yeah. Dahmer got got off on probation too after that 14 year old. Ah, true. These yeah. Jeffs, fucking all these Jeffries. Jesus, goddamn. Watch our next podcast where we bitch about the legal system. <laughs> Anything else to add, boys? And, and talk about the hand jobs that Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft give each other. And our next <laughs> film is Philadelphia. Fourteen year old Vietnamese. <laughs> <laughs> Where Denzel hates gay people. <laughs> okay, boys. Anything? <laughs> That's a plot point. I know it is. Uh, anything else to add before I wrap this up? What are we gonna watch next? I have a. Or are we we have we given up on on doing that so we don't have to be tied to what we say on this? Well, the, the next podcast is one we already recorded, so. Oh, that works. I have a witch in my basement. If anybody knows how to get out of it, get it out. <laughs> okay, thank you all for uh, sticking around to the end of the okay. podcast. Thank you for subscribing. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank you for dealing with our our humor, our jokes, our screaming, our arguing, and someone's terrible opinions about those who struggle with um, weight. Um, <laughs> you, if you enjoy this, subscribe, follow. Let us know how you, how it is. Please apply for our uh, Woodbro- Woodsboro Sheriff Department. And and happy Halloween to you all. And I'd like to take this last moment to talk about something I really care about, which is the lack of opportunity for veterans to make podcasts. There's not enough podcasts where veterans talk about their experience in the military. So support all veterans who make podcasts because there's not enough. And also donate to the Vermont Society for the Misunderstood and Condemnation of Ghosts. And fat bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and we're out. Uh, there we go. <laughs>
Except for Shane interrupting Danny like almost every time he tried to do a synopsis, and that was a bitch to edit. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, but the uh, synopsis were ridiculous. Uh, are we on HBO Max watching this? By the way, I'm on. I bought it on Amazon Prime. I bought it like two years ago. Oh, so where are we at? Wow, like you bought uh, it already. I'm a big baller. I, I love this movie. Uh, I bought it like years ago though. Uh, yeah. I'm at ten seconds versus the Geffen Company release. Uh-huh. When Geffen Company. I w- the HBO Max version of, like was super glitchy this morning when I was rewatching it, so I was like, I'll just do the Amazon version. Okay. All right. I am okay. funny. The, M- the the Amazon Prime version says seven plus. Huh. Oh, for children. Yeah, ages seven plus. Yeah, of course. Damn. It says fuck. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. He says fuck. It's uh, we're at once, right? Watch PG thirteen. You get a random fuck in there. Yeah. This is a different time. It was a better time. Okay. Reagan was in charge. Are we ready, boys? <laughs> All right, let's do it. Oh, yeah. I, I, I can't bring the signature drink, too. Shit. I gotta put that down one second. I have a beer. You didn't tell me the signature drink, so I have a beer, though. I sent it it's in the, the It's Beetlejuice. <laughs> Beetle, Beetle, guys. The Heinkler hit shot. Okay. You guys ready? Uh-huh. Let's do it. <clears throat> So sweet. Oh, but hi, bud. Go, hey, buddy. Well, how is how is Jabba? I, I want to. Jabba him. had uh, another tough night, so he's just he's, he's, he's puking he's up just... everything he eats. Hey, all right, hold on. Hey, hey, take your time. Jabba, his fucking abortion dog. Yep, that's Jabba. 